Section 8 of Ingersoll on Which Way from the Works of Robert G. Ingersoll, Volume 3, Lectures. This recording is in the public domain. Recorded by William Jones, Bonita Springs, Florida. Section 8 Which Way Volumes might be written on the follies and imbecilities of great men. Only a few years ago the really great men were persecuted, imprisoned, or burned. In this way the church was enabled to keep the great men on her side. As a matter of fact, it is impossible to tell what the great men really thought. We only know what they said. These great men had families to support. They had a prejudice against prisons, and objected to being burned. And it may be that they thought one way and talked another. The priest said to these men, Agree with the creed, talk on our side, or you will be persecuted to the death. Then the priests turned to the people and cried, Hear what the great men say. For a few years, we have had something like liberty of speech, and many men have told their thoughts. Now, the theologians are not quite so apt to appeal to names as formerly. The really great are not on their side. The leaders of modern thought are not Christians. Now, the unbelievers can repeat names, names that stand for intellectual triumphs. Humboldt, Helmholtz, Heckel, and Huxley, Darwin, Spencer, and Tyndall, and many others stand for investigation, discovery, for vast achievements in the world of thought. These men were and are thinkers, and they had and have the courage to express their thoughts. They were not and are not puppets of priests, nor the trembling worshippers of ghosts. For many years, most of the presidents of American colleges have been engaged in the pious work of trying to prevent the intellectual advancement of the race. To such an extent they have succeeded that none of their students have been or are great scientists. For the purpose of bolstering their creed, the Orthodox do not now repeat the names of the living. Their witnesses are in the cemetery. All the great Christians are dead. Today, we want arguments, not names, reasons, not opinions. It is degrading to blindly follow a man or a church. Nothing is nobler than to be governed by reason. To be vanquished by the truth is to be a victor. The man who follows is a slave. The man who thinks is free. We must remember that most men have been controlled by their surroundings. Most of the intelligent men in Turkey are followers of Mohammed. They were rocked in the cradle of the Koran. They received their religious opinions as they did their features from their parents. Their opinion on the subject of religion is of no possible value. The same may be said of the Christians of our country. Their belief is the result not of thought, of investigation, but of surroundings. All religions have been the result of ignorance 
and the seeds were sown and planted in the long night of savagery. In the decline of the Roman power, in the times when prosperity died, when commerce almost ceased, when the scepter of authority fell from weak and nerveless hands, when arts were lost and the achievements of the past forgotten or unknown, then Christians came, and holding in contempt all earthly things, told their fellows of another world, of joy eternal beyond the clouds. If learning had not been lost, if the people had been educated, if they had known the literature of Greece and Rome, if they had been familiar with the tragedies of Aeschylus, Sophocles, and Euripides, with the philosophy of Zeno and Epicurus, with the orations of Demosthenes, if they had known the works of art, the miracles of genius, the passions in marble, the dreams in stone, if they had known the history of Rome, if they had understood Lucretius, Cicero, and Caesar, if they had studied the laws, the decisions of the praetors, if they had known the thoughts of all the mighty dead, there would have been no soil on which the seeds of Christian superstition could have taken root and grown. But the early Christians hated art and song and joy. They slandered and maligned the human race, insisted that the world had been blighted by the curse of God, that this life should be used only in making preparations for the next, that education filled the mind with doubt, and science led the soul from God. This ends section 8.